0: What's up good people, it's Tommy Runs and this is the Run Eat Sleep Show episode number 57. Today we have Parker Stenson back on the show. And the week that we did this, uh, this is a throwback by now. Um, The week that we did this, Parker was on my show twice. Um, He had just run Falmouth the Road Race and he the next day I believe he was on his second appearance uh, of Sweat Elite. If you don't know what Sweat Elite is, you're missing out on the YouTube wave. Check it out. Dope, 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 dope videos. Of training and all that stuff. So if you want to nerd out, watch somebody run fast. Check out Parker's episodes on Sweat Elite. Um, but today we talked about, you know, grit, determination, like you know, pushing past those tough points in races and training, and how training is going for him. We talked very vividly about the Falmouth Road Race and some of the lessons learned for him during that race as well. Um, check out the check out the episode. I love watching Parker do his thing. I'm super glad that he's back. Healthy uh, and looks like he's going in the right direction and having some fun with it. Uh, we talked briefly about the Sauconys that had just, they hadn't even come out at this point uh, during the uh, episode. And if you don't have them or haven't run in the Saucony Pro Plus, you are missing out. So check out Saucony Pro Plus, check out this episode. Make sure you follow us uh, on Instagram. It's at the Run Eat Sleep Show. Follow us and you can watch like the full episodes and all that stuff. Like the the real deal and watch it and comment and all that and also make sure you subscribe to this podcast because that helps me continue to keep going appreciate you love you enjoy the episode oh yeah there we go i hear it you works. i see you i finally see you
1: third third time's the
0: charm now what the heck yeah so i'm just gonna call instagram after this because i got mark's number on speed dial because we talk <laughs> nice, all the, nice. we talk all the time about running and stuff you know um yeah, thanks parker. I'm gonna, i'll redo i'll redo the intro here thanks everybody this is tommy runs this is the run eat sleep show episode number 57 uh today i have a special guest on the show he is on the show for the second time um the cool thing about this is for me is that today this week is your doubles week parker
1: what
0: do you mean? So I'm sure you're I'm sure you're doing
1: <laughs> from a dub- year ago. I'm from sure- a year ago. Yeah,
0: I'm sure you're doing doubles and your runs. This is the second time you've been on my show, and then tomorrow you're gonna be on Sweat Elite for the second time.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I'm coming back for more for everything.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So like. It means,
1: so- I'm, it means I'm still. It means I'm still doing something right, I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean. Yeah. At least you're you're valid right for you know for the next ten. <laughs>
1: I think my screen, I think my screen's kind
0: of... It's better now. It's better now.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, he had to go back in for the double. Yeah, (laughs)
1: exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That was awesome.
1: (laughs) Hey, we're just, we're not embarrassed
0: of anything today. No, that's, 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 that's the best moment on the show so far. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, so, 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 you were the first episode or the first one uh, that Sweat Elite came out with this new, like, platform. Um, and it actually seemed kind of perfect because people are like are used to you like putting in great workouts and showing it on Instagram, um, and so like, what's this? Was this was this one better than the last one? Because how how long ago was that first one?
1: Um, I don't know that that other one. Well, it's it's really cool because Sweat Elite used to be this big big time account. Yeah. And I don't know, they just like stopped doing what they were doing, I guess, for a while, or they like whatever, and they revamped, and I was like, oh no, like this video is gonna get like. A 1,000 views, you know, 2,000 views, like, that, a lot. And they just put in such great work and, like, traveled all over the country to all these amazing workouts that now, like, the average view on their workouts has got to be, like, 60K, 80K or something. So it's really, really cool, and some get a lot more than that. Um, Yeah, so I'm excited for the second workout with them. Uh, It's very different. I think it's – they're both great, Mm -hmm. but – the first workout I did, I was getting I was fresh and I was getting ready for a half marathon and I was like at the end of my training block. Yeah. So, I had like flashy workouts and I was yeah, looking yeah. good, feeling good and like it was it was cool. It was a cool workout. Oh my god. Uh, I almost dropped out of this workout like 3 times.
0: The one that's coming out tomorrow?
1: Yes. Yeah, like that, yeah, that's coming out tomorrow. Um I like I am liked- in the I am in the thick of it and I think people will really appreciate the workout tomorrow. Cause it's just going to show like when you only do the flashy workouts, it's kind of like it, it's like, okay, well how can I relate to that? Like, right. I don't always have good workouts or yeah. I don't always crush it. Yeah. Um, but I think tomorrow's episode, uh, is going to show that like, it's going to really humanize like elites and, and, uh, show that like, it's showing more of the journey, you know? Cause I'm mm-hmm. like definitely in the thick of the training right now. I'm not fresh at all. And, uh, that's what we talk about in the workout. And, um, yeah, man, it's it's
0: it's a good one. Yeah, I think I like I like um, that's one of the reasons why I like Sweat Elite is because I mean they they show the human aspect of the training. You know, like it it's not it's kind of raw in that sense where it's just like you know all the talking and joking or whatever. You can kind of feel the intensity around the workout before you know, you get going. Um, and they they it's just you out there running, you know, and whoever whoever they're filming. So I mean I like that aspect of it because it I just. I can't relate to how fast you guys are moving. Um but you know I can definitely relate to like the feeling of it and all that stuff and how, like what that moment feels like right before you go out and that kind of nervousness before every rep just to get ready to go, yeah. you know? So I think that's dope.
1: No, and it, it was cool too. So I had 3 times 3 miles. Um and I had about like 4 minutes between each one. Mm-hmm. So there's some really good there's really good commentary. It's enough it's enough rest that I'm able to talk to Matt and talk to Sweat Elite about like what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking yeah. and like and kind of like the adjustments we need to make like for the workout as it's happening. Yeah. So I think it's pretty cool. Um you know, obviously I haven't seen any of the the content, so I don't know about yeah. that. But um Yeah I did. I did I did I did my part. I did my part. Yeah. I suffered out there and, yeah. and got it done. I so. did
0: I did a two by two yesterday. Um unfortunately they were just Matt didn't show up to my workout though. He was supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he yeah, came what's up with that? Yeah, what's up with that? He came on the show. Um he came on the show once uh and it was really cool to have him on there and kinda of talk about their journey and all that stuff. But um but yeah, no, this is about you, bro. So last time um last time we talked, you were you know, you're just coming back from injury and yeah. you know kinda of like you, you seemed very confident at the time of like the workouts that you're putting in and all that stuff, so it was really cool to catch you right before that and then the first run uh the first race back from that was the naples half marathon which you end up winning um yeah could you like i I, and i always like you said earlier like humanizing the, the the elites and kind of finding out where we have like some common ground so that you know that us slow folks can i speak for myself us slow folks can kind of take from you guys and and see like how we can better our training and our experience running um talk to me a little bit about how that process went from you know your recovery process physically and mental um to be able to come back and put in your best performance which ended up being a win um may not be be that for all of us but we all of us have had that moment where we go from injury to try to figure out how to come back and go for our pr or something like that
1: yeah the process was was um incredibly difficult incredibly difficult uh i i didn't just get surgery and then take you know they're like oh you get surgery and you take the six to eight weeks down and you start back and things go really well um you know i was running every every step was incredibly hard uh running 30 miles a week was really hard running 60 miles a week with some workouts was really hard Mm -hmm. um and then getting up to like 90 miles a week with some really good workouts before naples half marathon was all really hard and what was making it hard is my knee was functioning and it it was fixed Mm -hmm. but i had a lot of scar i do have a lot of scar tissue i did have a lot of scar tissue and it's kind of like what happens is that first year after your surgery because i've had i've had two surgeries now achilles and knee um you kind of have a new normal in that tissue and that fascia Mm -hmm. and it it it's It doesn't feel like – it's never going to quite feel like how it used to probably. Mm -hmm. Um, Or it could maybe about after a year. But that first year, um, I've noticed from most of my surgeries that you basically go out and run and you're like, oh my goodness, like my knee hurt. Like it's going to get hurt again. It's going to get hurt again. Mm -hmm. And I would go through the run and somehow it wouldn't get hurt. Um, So it would function well. But man, I guess to answer your question, you know, like to getting back to that is like a lot of doubt. I had to face so much doubt and had to face so much hardship building back in from that road to recovery that by the time um, I got to race, by the time I got to Naples half, man, running a race and dealing with the hard parts of a race like that, that was easy, you know, like that, that, that part is the fun part. Um, And so how I managed to do that is I had just been through so much adversity every day leading up to that, I was so comfortable with the uncomfortable mm-hmm. that when I got into my race, um, you know, I did win, which wasn't too crazy of a shock, but I was shocked that I ran sixty three thirty off the I missed so much time. Um I missed eight months of running and my workouts were were good, but not I didn't think yeah, they were good 63. enough to run sixty three thirty. Um and so it just shows, you know, you you we all, we all got into running for a reason and there was something special about it mm-hmm. to us. And, um, for me, I was just really naturally good at it. And like to not forget that, um, cause you know, I was like, Oh, I need to do more training. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And I just went out there and did the damn thing and, and things went really well. Um, and that's kind of why I got got caught the running bug when I was a young kid anyways, was, um, I was playing other sports and then yeah. I started doing running and, uh, It was just so contagious, the success, and honestly, just the grind. It's like that's where we can relate. You know, the grind, the day in day out grind. Um, I see you on your Instagram, and like, dude, you're you're getting after it, and you inspire me. And uh, we're (laughs) all doing that. Some of us just run a little bit slower, and some run a little bit faster, but we all have to put in the same work ethic um, to get to get our goals.
0: Yeah. So like, I I kind I relate to that. You know that you know this run. I'm get, my leg's gonna get hurt again my legs gonna, i mean because i had a, a stress fracture and so many of us have had like whether it's like a, a major issue that has you out for six seven months or something that just like pops up and it's only like a two-week thing you're still worried about right. it, you know um and i so i know what that's like to like go out every run just like trying to be optimistic and you're just hoping that you don't step wrong or something like that um so like what was what was it that got you through those runs though, especially in the beginning cuz as you go like second month in you still feel it but you're you're like okay I'm I'm pretty sure I'm good but like what what about that like in the beginning when you're just you're just like I'm just trying to run and not get hurt at this point I don't even know what nature yeah. looks like
1: I guess um I guess what got me through it was like it was my last chance Mm. and like I was gonna probably be I was gonna be done with run that was kind of it for me you know and I wanted to put I wanted to try everything and put everything into it to get back um, into this sport and doing what I love yeah and I had done so many things to fix it Tommy and nothing worked and so I guess what caught me going is like okay like the surgery went really well they definitely fixed what was going on in there and Um, What got me through each day was just, like, trusting the process and being Mm -hmm. like, no, it's better, it's better. Even though it doesn't feel that way, these things just take time. And then the other side of it was like, well, if it's not better and I do get hurt, let's get it hurt sooner rather than later and I'll (laughs) move on with my life, I guess. So, like, I I, I mean, that's, like, a bad way to – it's not like I was like over. I was never overdoing it. Like you wouldn't believe how long I took my my time to build back up. Mm-hmm. I I baby I babyed it.
0: Yeah. How long? Um, how long did you? I mean, because you were out for like Were you not running for seven months?
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. I would put together maybe like a few weeks of like twenty miles a week. Yeah. You know, like hobbling through some pain, and then it would get worse again. So then I would have to take time off. Yeah. Um. But no, no training. You know, yeah, like yeah, I would yeah. call that like a little bit of running, but no training. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I remember like, I remember it taking a little while to get to like thirty miles a week. Yeah. Like honestly. Yeah. Like, like you know, I ran seven miles one week, and then and then fourteen That's the next week. That sounds crazy. And it yeah. was literally like what those doctors tell you, where they're like, yeah. they're like, oh, increase by ten percent. Yeah. You're like, are you kidding me? I won't <laughs> even be back to full volume for another year then, you know. But like I said, it was my last chance, so there was no point. There's no point in taking shortcuts, right, but right. what I do want to say is, like, I didn't baby it in the sense of, like, when it was uncomfortable or when it hurt, I wasn't like, oh, I need to back off or I need to, like, cut this run short. I was like, no, like, I said I was going to run four miles today. Mm-hmm. That is appropriate for, like,
0: where you are, where I'm at, mm-hmm.
1: and I'm going to get through the four miles, and a lot of that, too, is, like, you know, to – you're not getting your knee flexion back 100%. And like, I, I was like limping through a lot of it after surgery. Yeah. And I wasn't running enough because I would never tell anybody to limp because you're going to hurt something else. Right, right, but right. I wasn't running enough to like really hurt anything else. But I just had, man, I was like 10, 12 weeks post surgery and I still couldn't get like my full knee flexion. Mm-hmm. There was just so much swelling. So, dude, it was just brutal. Um, and I mean, I, just to be honest with you, like, I still have problems today, like, with it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a year. Yeah. It's been a year. But, but I'm running 120, yeah, like, I mean, 115 miles a week and, like, doing things I've never done before. So I can't really complain that it doesn't feel as good as it should. Um, I Everything doesn't feel as good as it should right. at this
0: point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so. plus over 100, I mean, you know, things, things start to feel <laughs> strange. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
1: yeah things things start to go wrong yeah
0: I've bit, never been sure. I've never even been close to 100 so I'm, I'm we'll, we'll talk about that at a later date um, yeah yeah I think I, the key that I liked about that is because so many people will, get, will will get minor injuries or something and then you know say they're at like 60 miles a week or something like or just 40 to 50 miles a week and they feel like oh well then 35 the first week back 35 isn't that big of a deal because I feel okay I like the fact that you you know you really did You know, kind of listen to what the doctors say and take your time to build into it. Because I think for a stress fracture, they were saying that you need to, like, before you, it should be two weeks, two to three weeks before you actually hit three miles at one point, you know, all in one stretch. And I thought that was the dumbest thing in the world, but I'm like, hey, I got time, why not? And I wasn't training for anything in particular, so I did that. And then I just slowly ramped up, and then next thing you know, I felt, you know, decent when I got those miles up, but I think like the key to that is actually kind of listening to the doctors because they do, sometimes they, they, they caution on the side, like, you know, they err on the side of caution. Um, but other times like it, it really could help you in the, with the longevity of your, your, your sport.
1: Yeah. I think so too. Like if you have a bigger injury like that, You know, like if you're going to have to take a few weeks off, six weeks off, you're probably, you're, you're kind of starting from ground zero of fitness anyways. So there's no, there's no point in like taking shortcuts and stuff like that. I don't feel like, um, you know, if you're going to have an injury where you miss like two or three weeks, it might make more sense to push a few things or like cross train your cross train your way through. But I think if it's a bigger injury, you just got to like take, take your lumps, you know, like. Like, yep, I'm going to be starting over. Yep, I need to listen to the doctors. Yep, I need to do these things. Um, you know, because those people do know what they're talking about for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing is like, get the right doc, get the right doc, get a doctor you trust. Yeah. Because um, there is definitely like a sports doctor who's seen these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's like, your pediatrician is like, well, of course, of course, you have a stress fracture because you're running. You're running over thirty miles a week. Yeah. Like how, how everyone would get a stress fracture from that, and like you know that's obviously not true. Yeah. That's the way they were. That's the way they respond to it.
0: Yeah. Well, so. one, one of my friends I run with a lot went to the doctor and they, they were like, hey, um, your knee hurts because you're because you're running. And they're like, no, that's not the point. I came to you so you could tell me what's wrong with my knee so that I can run. Yeah. More, I can run more. Yeah. You know, yeah. I would like to continue no, to do exactly. this. No, exactly um exactly but yeah so what does you spoke about cross training um do you do like i talked to someone before that sh- that shocked me that he doesn't really do a bunch of cross training do you do a lot of cross training in your regimen? <laughs> no i don't do any you guys are like <laughs> yeah
1: are
0: like we're out here I, like
1: okay don't get me wrong this is the thing so i got boston marathon coming up yeah and like it's it's all it's all different it's like if i if i got an injury right now and but it wasn't like an end-all be-all injury if i got an injury right now and i need to cross train for a week or two i would absolutely do that you know and like get back to it for boston or like if i got an injury four or five weeks from now but it was like okay hey like you can cross train and like maybe the same tell boston you're in great shape Mm -hmm. and then you can like get on land again those are situations that i would absolutely cross train in Mm -hmm. but once again if but if i'm hurt i'm hurt and if i'm not running well if i'm not able to run i'm not able to run and i just see it as like well let's get back to being able to run as fast yeah. as possible yeah and so i sometimes feel like cross training like can kind of take away from that yeah on some injury on some injuries right right. so um there is a time and place that i would cross train but in general like yeah you're i know just not I'm not really, that's not that's not me you're like and yeah uh,
0: you're like yeah Yo, i'm doing 120 miles a week <laughs> i've had yeah enough. <laughs> i'm
1: right i'm right or die like Wait. i'm gonna do it the right i'm gonna do it the right way or like or the way I want to, in the right way, or, like, not
0: really right. at all. No, I hear so. you. I hear you. I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to do better at it just because I know, like, it, it helps a lot, you know, on certain things, and, you know, even helps with, you know, keep injury away at times. Um, yeah, but it's no, just for tough. sure. Like, it's I'll just get on an altergy every now
1: and then. That, that's helpful.
0: It's just tough sometimes. Like, it's like, dude, I already, I'm already, i already doing all these hours. Like, I don't want to get on the floor and do anything, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, speaking of, like, we'll get into Boston, but let's, let's, we're we're in the region. We're in Massachusetts now, so we're talking about Falmouth, right? Yeah, um, yeah, Falmouth. Let's so go. I got the first first off. Like, if it, if we got thirty some people here right now, I need you to know that when we were doing a warm up, my I was doing a warm up with some friends, and we were running down this bike path, and we we're just minding our business, and then I hear, "Yo, Tommy," right? And then I'm like looking right. around like wait, who knows me? And then it's Parker Stenson. I'm like, oh this is this is dope. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so that's, I'm like That's
1: a story people wouldn't believe unless they were there. You
0: yeah, know? you made you, so. you made me look good in front of my friends for sure, and I appreciate good. that. Um, good. but yeah, so that was that number one that the course was amazing. I had never done Falmouth before. Was that your first?
1: Yeah, that was my first time and the course was amazing and like, man, I just didn't realize how much I missed having those those spectators out there. It was crazy. Like the fans, the fans were nuts. The fans were nuts. It was so cool.
0: Yeah, I'm, I got a feeling that, you know, when you guys came through, they were probably at a different nuts level than they were when, when I got there. Yeah. But, I, yeah, it was a lot of people out there, and it, it felt like a normal race. And I've never run Boston, but if I if I had to imagine what Boston would be like in, like, that process, I mean, it's a point-to-point race. It's hilly at the end. Um, you know, all that stuff, it just kind of reminds me of, like, a mini Boston.
1: Yeah, like I it, totally hilly at the end, and then like man, I think from like five and a half, or like from like five point three to like the finish was so nuts. Yeah, with like how many people there were there. Yeah, it was yeah, so cool. Yeah, it and was like good. they were like spraying you down with like hoses. Yeah, yeah, and like air horns and stuff. Man, it was so cool. Like, I've had some good races, or like I've I've run well at some things since my surgery, but um and those are for me and that was really cool to like have some good results. Mm. But it's been a while, it's been two years since I was in an environment like that. Like not only with the fans, but God, could Falmouth have been any more stacked dude. from an elite standpoint? Dude. It was nuts. There's dude, there's good guys in there that got like fifteenth to twenty something place. Yeah. Like good, good, good runners. Like yeah. really good runners. So it was It felt like – you know what it felt like when we were out there running through those first three, four hills? It felt like NCAA cross country to me because our pack was so massive and we were running so fast. Yeah. And I think our first mile was like 4.30 over that hill, and it was so (laughs) hot. It was so hot and humid too. I was like, what – I was like, what is going on? It was – Like, who can hold this pace?
0: It it was strange. It 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 was was, wild. That day was crazy. I mean, because it was like – I mean, it was – it was only like 78 degrees or whatever supposedly, but like yeah. the, maybe the positioning of like where it was to you know to the shore and the sun. Well,
1: the race goes off at 9 a.m. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's the that's the big problem. Like yeah. that's 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 pretty late, late. for a yeah. summertime race. Yeah. You know, I when I'm doing workouts in Boulder, Colorado, and it's hot out, I'm like I got to be starting by like 7:30, 7:45. Yeah, right. Because right. I just don't want to deal. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. So I was ner- I was super nervous, man. To be, I was like sucking down Gatorade endurance, like. Like it was my job, which I guess
0: it is, but I was in it down. <laughs> so like the
1: day I was like, "Dude, I need to do everything. I'm not prepared for this humidity at all." I was, I was so nervous.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, because I, I, I got a chance because of you know, Asics had us out there, or whatever. I had a chance to be like right um, where you guys took off. There was like that rope. We were right there, so we saw you all yeah. take off, and you yeah. just and people were just like kind of buzzing because they're talking about like all the names and the people that were there. So like women's and the men's field was just stacked. we full of people, full of great runners.
1: Dude, it must just be like because there hasn't been opportunities like that for a while, so everyone wanted a mm. piece of it. Yeah, um, it was it was so cool. Yeah, it that... was literally like the who's who of like road racing right now. It was it was it was tight.
0: Yeah, pretty so, much. Pretty pretty much. In the
1: U- at least in the U.S., at least in the U.S. So
0: yeah, for sure. And then like whoever wasn't at the you know the, the Olympics kind of I mean obviously we had a couple more people probably pop up but they're you know they're gone but, um and then so like I I I gotta. At the end, how did the race go for you as as an Olympic? All- I mean, because obviously you were there um, to pretty much towards the end, right? And then you know what? Yeah. How was that? How was it for you?
1: Yeah, the race the race went really well for me. Um, I I did not expect to. I expected to get, maybe get like tenth, eleventh, or something. Mm-hmm. But I expected it to be more like okay, the top guys, the the track stars, the guys that just barely missed the Olympic team, the guys that are like in really good ten k shape they're going to have their own battle and they're going to go do their thing up front. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be like a second group around maybe like two miles that kind of separates, you mm-hmm. know, cause these guys were going, they went out we went out in nine Oh six or nine Oh five for two miles, which is way too fast for me. Well, I thought it was too fast for me. So I was like, I was just waiting till people broke off. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to maybe try to win like the second group. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to be tough in the second group. And Tommy, I, I was like, this is too fast. And like, And, like, everything. But every time it was too fast I was getting ready to drop off, I would look around and there were 30 dudes up there. So I was like, well, if they're doing it, then I've got to find a way to do it too. And i got to stay up here just long enough that the second group shows up. And I just kept waiting for the second group to show up, waiting for the second group to show up. And then finally – people got a little tired and they got out onto the beach and there was like the wind and the heat and the front group backed off a little bit. And all of a sudden I found myself, I was like, dude, like, I feel pretty good actually up here. Like I made it through the first three miles where they were really ripping and they all were suddenly were like, okay, yeah, we don't feel good either. We're going to back off. And, um, and then another thought that was going through my head, which was really funny, um, but sometimes, you know, weird thoughts go through your head, and you just use them. Oh yeah. I know. My host, my my host family was at five and a half miles, so I got to three miles or so, and I was like, dude, I want to be in the front for my host family. Like, I want to like oh, give them dope. something to like something to cheer for. So I told myself, I was like, okay, I can make it till five and a half. I can. I don't know what's gonna happen, like at the end of the race, but I can make it to five and a half.
0: Yeah.
1: And I made it to five and a half. The crowd was wild. My host family was there. I saw them, and. Um finally people started to splinter right around five and a half. Like mm-hmm. I noticed that I was like in a group of like six to like <clears throat> like six, seven, eight, nine guys and there was gaps forming. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, well, dude, like we're almost there. Yeah. So I well. just kept sticking I just kept sticking with it and I made it to about I made it to ten K basically with the leaders. I yeah. said I'd do 10 K PB in those conditions on that course. So I was super um ignited by that. I didn't expect that. And then um, I I I ran the same split. I ran a four, so I ran a four forty miles mile, um, five to six.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I ran a four forty mile six to seven mm. up that hill and everything. Yeah, yeah. So it felt like I was dying, and I felt like I was having a heart attack when they pulled away from me. It was super hard, but um, really they just picked it up. Yeah. Um, I I just wasn't able to cover the move at the end, but I stayed strong like a like a true merit, like true marathoning fashion. Um. And I caught, I maybe caught one or two guys that blew up a little the, bit up that on, hill, on the hill, up that yeah. final hill. Yeah. I, I just like I stayed right in my red line, and I was able to just kind of pass one or two guys at the very end and not get passed. So that was great. Um, but yeah, I, I tell you, like I I want to come back to Falmouth now. Like yeah. I want a chance. To, I want a chance to win that thing. Uh, I never expected to be up there that late in the game, and being up there that late, like it it like it got me like. I want to, I want to come back and win for sure. So that was super cool.
0: And I mean, just looking back at like some of the, some of the winning numbers too, like it's not like this year's, uh, race finish time was right around where the normal winner is too. So, I mean, it sounds oh, like, Oh, and
1: how hot and how in the conditions, like, yeah. I think, I think, I think we ran fast. Yeah. I think it was a fast, I think it was a fast day. And like I, not, not not like good conditions, but I think we all ripped. Yeah, the, for sure. The race.
0: Yeah, I mean, so. you started to make me feel better about my number too. I mean, because like it's it's a tough day, the last hill, all that stuff. Now I'm feeling better about mine.
1: <laughs> I just I know I talked to Scott Fobble, and he said he was happy with his result because well I don't know about happy, but he he was fine with his result because he said he ran. He told me this. He said he ran about the same time this year. Um. And he got second when he ran that time last time, and then uh, this year he got tenth.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's nice.
1: <laughs> and he said the weather was better too. So, because I think it was um, it was probably humid, but I think it was overcast. Yeah, yeah. Where we had a really weird day where it was like the sun was out, straight up, but it didn't burn up. It hadn't burned out all the humidity yet either. So it was kind yeah. of like worst of both worlds
0: yeah. there. Yeah, but it was it, it was it was a great day, and it was good to see that you know you had a great race out there too. Um, and, yeah, I can't wait to go back. But, you know, you mentioned something, too, like, which I thought was really cool because you're, like, you know, those random thoughts that we all have. And after every yeah. like, every after every race, I do, like, this little race thoughts thing. And I talk about, like, you know, every, what I was thinking about in the, every mile. And it's always something random because you pick up things and you see something happen or whatever and you get this weird thought. But talk to me a little bit about, like, because you, you're one of those runners that just, that you've always been known to just push the pace, uh, push yourself, and then just go to those dark places. Um, and obviously physically you train really hard for it you're putting up crazy miles all that but on the on the mental side of things like can you just talk to us about like how you go about these things mentally like do you always pick I mean is it always something random that just kind of catches your your mind and you let it go and you just roll with that or because we all no, want I always have a, I
1: always have a, a power word I always have a power word a power mantra so right now I actually have this bracelet on from mm-hmm. Um and uh it says for me mm-hmm. and it's in the boston colors yeah and it's a power word that's been motivating me for boston um, just like i'm doing this for me now you know like i i got knee surgery um i work hard every day a lot by myself and like like I, I don't know i i've had a lot i don't know i just feel like at this point in my career like i'm a little bit older and i've been through a lot and i just feel like I'm not doing this for anybody else anymore. Like I'm doing this for me, right. and like to, to, because I love it. And so that's really motivating me for Boston and for um, Falmouth. My um, like coach, Dathan Ritzenheim, we were talking, and he's like, kind of like, what? What's the goal here? And he was just like, dude, you've you've. It's been two years since you've like been able to compete. Mm-hmm. Like yes, you ran a 62 flat half. Like yes, you won um, Naples half. Mm-hmm. But like you haven't gotten to compete. And this field is so stacked. It's going to be a tough situation because I was so tired, Tom. I was like so dead for the race, and I was I was so nervous about. I honestly like it, I stayed a few days extra in Boston to run the course. Mm-hmm. And if I wasn't doing that, I might have pulled out of Falmouth the way things were going. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the lead-up, I was just not feeling good. So, what we talked about was compete. That was my power word: compete, compete, compete. And that's why that's why I went out in 4:30, and that's why I went out in 9:06, and like then things settled down and like found a way to make it work. Um, I didn't believe I could do any of those things, um, especially on that course on that day. But I looked around and I saw 30 other dudes and I was like, I've, I've worked super hard. I'm in really good shape. Like if these guys want to go out at 430, then like, fuck it. Like I'm going to go out and deal with it too, you know? Like, yeah. But I knew like there was no way we could all hold that. Right, so right. Um, that compete mantra was huge for me. And I just kept telling myself, like, find a way to compete, find a way to compete. And it just kept, it just kept working. Um, and I was lucky that it did. I was lucky that my legs held up. I was, like I said, I, I'm blown away with the result at Falmouth with, with how I was training. I, like I said, I was in good shape, but I didn't, um, it's not that I didn't back. I didn't back off a lot for the race. That's, that's fine. People do that all the time, Mm -hmm. but I just had done so little work like four to run for 30 yeah, yeah, yeah. um and it just shows that hard work pays off no matter what you know like i've been doing a lot of hard marathon stuff and yeah i just um no i think it just worked out for it just worked out for me and i think that compete that compete mantra really paid off
0: yeah and i think it's i think it's crazy how uh when you're out there running i mean like there's one school of thought that's like if you you know if you you, know, you believe like you believe a ton in yourself super confident and all that stuff so you just think you can do anything but there's like for for me and that sounds like it is for you sometimes like you have certain days in certain races where not that you doubt yourself all the way but you just like no this that's probably not gonna happen today um but you just go out there and say like I'm gonna give it my all today and then in those races or in a lot of moments you start like your your belief system switches like you could be in mile one and or three or four and you and you realize like you, because at mile 5 I was like yo I think I'm going to stop like I'll sl- not stop but I'm going to slow down I had a goal in mind but I'm like it is what it is. Like uh, this isn't my goal race, whatever, right? But then all of a sudden, I saw like all these people around because, like you said, around five and a half miles, it gets like crazy packed, and I was like, I can't stop in front of these kids, like you know, you know, yeah. spraying me with water. But then, like my belief system changed somewhere in there because at first I was like, I can't hold this pace, and now all of a sudden I can, and then I picked up. The yeah, I
1: think I think too. It was really helpful for my race just to give more information. I I felt the pre- like I didn't feel prepared for the race, but. I always, you always got to find a way to get better and always got to find a way to make the most of your opportunities. Mm -hmm. And so I took a really big step back and I was like, you know what? I had a lot of excuses to not run well at Falmouth Mm -hmm. and a lot of like negative things that I was like, this is not going well. But at the end of the day, what was bigger than all of that was I was like, I want to run well at Boston. And this is my only chance to like work on competing and work on getting better at that. And so that overwhelming like opportunity I took a step back and just said, "Hey, I don't care what place I get. I don't care what time I run. I'm gonna run really hard today and never give up. And maybe that means I run like I did, 4:39 pace for seven miles. Blown away. That was awesome. Or maybe, maybe it was gonna mean that I ran 4:52 pace for for seven miles. I didn't know what was gonna happen, but I knew I had to make the most of the opportunity because it was it was my only one. Yeah. So."
0: Yeah, that that's dope. I mean, because it's like it's it, it re just reframing it t- to fit what you what you need at that moment. I mean, because for most of us, you know, like the 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 concept of winning Falmouth is is you know farther farther away. Yeah. But I mean, if you go into races and you have you know a win a couple of options for a win for you or at least one good win. Like this is what I want to do. Yeah. Like, cause you know, like I have a race on, on Saturday and I'm not like, I'm just not thinking about winning. That's not, that's not a thing. Um, But it's like, if I can, if I can hit this time, it'll be a win for me. And cause it's not the goal race. I mean, I still want to do some other things just like you have Boston out there further. Um, I just think it's really cool that you can separate, you can have like little small wins in there for you to keep yeah, you going. Yeah. And my
1: small win was super raw and super back to basics. And it was literally like, just don't give up, mm-hmm. do your best, um, run hard the whole time. Like cliche stuff. Yeah. But, like it goes a long ways. And then, like I said, all of a sudden, really good things started happening and then it was easy to be easy to be tough.
0: Yeah. And, so. and, and then that, that last hill though, like just talk to me about that. Cause I thought, yeah. I thought that the fir- the hill right before that, was the last hill for some reason. So oh,
1: no. I, yeah, yeah I, that last hill was really hard. Um, I guess the only thing that I kept thinking about was, like, it is kind of short, and I kept thinking about that, like, okay, like, as soon as I get over this, there's such a long downhill to kind of, like, get going again. So, honestly, the, for me, um, I think because of the way the pacing was going, like, they were just ripping, I, like, was like, okay, I just, kept, I just thought about... I thought about Boston again, and I was like, okay, don't redline too crazy on this hill mm-hmm. and just, like, have good form because um, I knew, like – and I actually – this actually happened to two guys in front of me. They were, like, trying to win the race. Oh, they nail. stayed up there, and they dug so damn deep on that hill that they started, like, almost walking afterwards, and I passed uh, – I didn't even – I passed I passed them the last, like, 400 meters running – 440 pace probably yeah. because they they just redlined so hard and that's something i have to be really really careful of at boston yeah. because i have to run four to five miles after heartbreak hill yeah, yeah, yeah. um so yeah that last hill was that last hill is something else um i just tried to like I tried to not lean into it too much. Mm-hmm. I kind of just tried to like survive it.
0: I would say. What's what's your like? I mean, if maybe this is a trade secret, but like, what's your trick for like you know on a hilly race? What is what are your thoughts up and you would, know, up and down?
1: I would say it's it's like that. I would say good form. I try to have good form. I try to dig in a little bit mm-hmm. and like adjust to like yes, it's a hard moment in the race, but I mean, you don't want to be like swimming. Like, you don't want to be, like, swimming, like, at that top. You know, like, where you're, like, at the top of the hill and you're kind of like this. (laughs) Like, you want to avoid that because – so you don't want to get to that point. um, Because then what's going to happen is, like, you're going to lose a lot of, like, time in that transition period after the hill.
0: Oh, right. Okay.
1: You know, like, I think think my trick of the trade would be, like, you want to survive hills more than you want to attack them. Yeah. And not because, like, you should be afraid of them. It's just like I think there's a lot more to gain uh, on what you can do after a hill. Okay. If that makes sense.
0: No, that makes it makes a ton of sense. You're like yeah, because if you get to the top and you're just like gassed and winded, and it takes you a, it takes you half of the hill down to actually get back to true form. Exactly. You could already have been you know in full stride by then.
1: Yeah, exactly, and like especially like that was happening a lot on the hills in the first three miles.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, those were tough in the beginning.
1: Cause we were still pretty fresh at yep. that point, but we were running so fast. I remember like, I remember I must be pretty decent at Hills because I remember like getting up the Hills and feeling, um, we'd get up to the top of the Hills and I was almost like grateful to have the Hill because mm-hmm. it felt like people all slowed down on it. And I felt like I was kind of getting recovered. So okay. it's a good sign for Boston. I think that, uh, I felt like I was able to get up a lot of those Hills pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Yeah, no, that's, and and so, I mean, and I know you're, you're, you're training for Boston, obviously. So how, how are you feeling with that, you know, with the training block as a whole?
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, it's a lot different. Um, it's, it's, I've never trained this hard before Mm -hmm. and I'm a big believer in hard work, you know, pays off. So I feel really good about that. Um, and what's different is my marathons in the past, um, I don't know. I've just like been smashing workouts the whole time, and like things have come really easily to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I've kind of been like, "Oh, this marathon thing isn't so hard." <laughs> and Dave, yeah, and Dathan, Dathan wanted to change that. Um, he really wanted me to be a lot more fatigued this whole this whole cycle. And so, just doing a lot of doing a lot of workouts, doing a lot of. Um, fame's on tired legs mm-hmm. and yeah. finding a way to get it done and that's been the MO. Um, it's been really brutal, dude. Uh but I feel good about it. Um and Falmouth made me feel super good about where I'm at. Uh but yeah, it's brutal, man. I wake up every day and I like don't know how I'm gonna do the training. I don't know how I'm gonna get through it. That, oh, yeah. I I literally feel like that every day for the most part. Um
0: Well how do you how do you how do you get through that then? I mean what's the <sighs>
1: Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, my coach expects me to get it done. I expect me to get it done. Um, you know, socony Gatorade Choros. So I just have a lot of people that expect that, you know, they're like, yeah, Parker gets things done. He's, he, he's a hard worker and he's going to do what it takes. So I really like take that to heart when people believe in me like that. And so I guess I just take a step back and I, I kind of like tone it down and just be like, it doesn't matter how fast I run on this run, or it doesn't matter. You know, maybe the workout's going to be tough today, and I run slow, but mm-hmm. I I have to do it. It's just like not okay to quit. Like for instance, I had the three times three miles, and it would have been so tempting to do like three mile, two mile, three mile, or mm-hmm. like three mile, three mile, two mile. Yeah, like it sounded so nice, but. That's not the work I don't know. I just like, it's just not acceptable to me. You know, it doesn't mean I won't have a day where I, I do that and like drop out of a workout. Like people are human and stuff, but like, I just really, I would rather do the three times three mile and the wheels come off on one of the repeats and I run a five, I run way slower than I'm supposed to, but I like, I, I toughed it out mm-hmm. and did what I was supposed to do than to like cut it down to two miles and do something flashy yeah. at this point. Yeah. At this point, that's that's kind of my mindset.
0: Um, yeah, I mean that. I mean that makes sense. I think like it goes back to that, those small wins too. Like even if even if because like on t- on tired legs marathon training. I mean obviously you know, but uh, tired legs is is, cra- is a crazy concept. You know, especially you're trying to hit the workout paces. Um, it's nuts, dude. It's, it's nuts. It's just wild, and especially like on tempo days where you just gotta hold this thing. Um, but it is like it's. I I totally agree. It's like you just go out there day at a time though too um do you like i i'm very big on like just just tackling today you know like the marathon Oh, i
1: have to i have to i'm I'm so overwhelmed by my training every day and what i have to get done that that's all i think about yeah um i mean if i ever think about tomorrow it's literally like okay i have this big workout tomorrow i need to take today even like easier Mm -hmm. than i already am that's like about it that's about as far as i'll think you know yeah um yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's a good. I'm being really tested right now. Yeah. I've I've never been tested this much before. It's it's really hard.
0: I mean that that's good though because I think that like in a, in your past so far from what I've, what we've talked about, every time you do get tested, pretty tough. Like after an injury or um, just when you come into a race not expecting a, a ton, but you just put in the work, it all seems to work out for you. So hopefully that's a good yeah. sign. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I uh, I feel really good about what I'm doing. I just wish I didn't have, like, six and a half more weeks. I wish we were a little bit closer.
0: <laughs> You're um, like, let's do this now. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just, like, I just feel like it's still a lot of time that I have to, like, survive injuries and, and get in all the work. Yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, yeah. I wish we had more, like, I wish I had, like, two more weeks of hard training, I would say. Yeah, instead yeah. Of, like, four. Instead of, like, four. Yeah, it's, but, it's
0: always, like, I wish I could just cut this off a little bit. Can we move Boston yeah, up a, few, a, a couple weeks? <laughs> yeah.
1: exactly
0: man Exactly. Um, but let me let me jump into some questions for you because you got we got a lot here um so we had we had some questions from the stories so i'll kind of start with those and there's a couple (laughs) good ones on here um do you ever get burned out (laughs) (laughs) uh
1: this is the closest i feel a little burned out right now
0: yeah all right well yeah and then but then you're still you're still pushing so we're good so not completely burned out. i'm still
1: pushing yeah um yeah, I mean, but it's a, I'm 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 burnt down a little bit from the training, but mm-hmm. my heart still has a ton of fire for like the Boston for racing. Yeah, right. So it's it's a good balance. I am not burned out from like competing. I just am like this training is just so tough.
0: So. Yeah, no, I, I totally hear that. Um, and so let, let's go to an easier question. What type of lenses do you prefer? <laughs> Polarized, oh, prism, like- VLT. Oh doing? here!
1: I just got some new ones, dude, to match my kit. My kit's like black and red. Let me grab them really quick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just made some. I just made some custom ones. They're prism Oakleys.
0: Okay. Oh man. Oh snap! This, this, this is. This is the Boston. The Boston lenses.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I'll be black and red uniform.
0: It's Kind of got
1: the red prism, and then let's see here.
0: It, oh uh, okay i
1: got a, i got a it says it says stinny
0: oh i see it oh dope that's dope that's dope yeah
1: yeah i'll oh, wear them yeah. here i'll wear them the rest of the, the all
0: song. right yeah this is more. This is <laughs> now this is parker I, I don't know who we were talking to before yeah
1: exactly um, exactly
0: all right so uh thoughts on rest days when slash should i take one do you ever? are you seven days a week right now
1: I'm so, okay. Yeah. So here's some, here's some details into my training. So this is why it's so hard. (laughs) Um, I'm not Molly Seidel. I don't run 130 miles a week. I don't know how she does that. I think she's amazing. Um, I'm running about one fifteen a week, but the one thing I can say that's impressive is I take a five mile day, um, Mm -hmm. every week. So that's my rest day for the most part. Um, and so when you think about it, I'm running 110 miles in six days,
0: which is oh, okay. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Which is
1: pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, I think 115 is impressive, but when you really think about that I'm running 110 in six, I think you can understand then, like, wh- like how mm-hmm. big those other days are.
0: Yeah, yeah. So So that's kind of like your rest, so like an active recovery day. Yeah,
1: yeah, know. active rest. I run super slow. I, I just What's super slow? All day. super slow? Super um, slow? I run, like, I probably start at, like, 730, 745 pace and end at, like... And at like right under seven minute pace on that day.
0: Oh man, yeah. you're crawling.
1: <laughs> crawling.
0: Just well, crawling I, I find I know too. I'm,
1: I'm just a believer that if you if you run like a little bit too slow for yourself. Mm-hmm. You can get injured that way too, like because your ground contact times like all weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. I mean, because what is your, your your what's your marathon? Um, what are you shooting for? Like marathon pace?
1: Five minute, you know, five minute pace. So yeah, so, so about...
0: like two two min two. It, I guess the like the the I guess the the range is like two minutes. Like if your your marathon goal pace or race pace or whatever plus two minutes is should be around your easy yeah. pace.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't care. It's like, I don't have an agenda on the rest the day. You just, I just do what feels good. Yeah. But that's just what I've noticed is, like, what I do, so.
0: Yeah, I think if you were going, like, I mean, honestly, if you are going, like, 8.30 or 9 or whatever, it just, it would, number one, it wouldn't look good on videos, for sure. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: that's what matters. That's what
0: matters. Somebody asked me this yesterday, um, and I'm not even going to try to attempt to, like, say this guy's name, because it's, it like it's a lot going on. Um, how do you control breathing while running? Do you have anything for that? Um...
1: No, I I don't know. I think that's just, like, from being a runner for a long time. Because I remember when I was a young kid, um, they we were talking to us about nose breathing or mouth breathing mm-hmm. and, like, how we should do that. And I remember, like, I would get stitches and stuff as a kid mm. and, like, side side stitches and things like that. So I think that's just, like, something, like, you need to find what works for you and, listen, and just run more. Yeah. Like, practice, practice normal <laughs> breathing more and, like, normalize what, breathing looks like for you. Yeah. And I think that'll help you a lot. Um, yeah, I know I get questions like that a lot and it's just one of those things that I've been doing it for so long. It's so natural to me. It's kind of hard for me to to answer, unfortunately. Right.
0: Um Okay. Um so some I run for Tacos says, Do you miss Tacos and Austin?
1: I do. Yes. Tacos is the man and um actually this is kind of nuts uh-huh. um i just became an uncle today my oh, family dope. lives in austin texas and my sister just gave birth to um my nephew like a few hours ago
0: oh so, man congratulations so, yeah, congratulations.
1: yeah congratulations. thank you i might uh, so i might be in austin sooner rather than later to go see the little guy oh so man that's see.
0: dope congratulations bro. yeah
1: thank you Wait, thank the you. first
0: time that your nephew sees you you cannot be wearing those glasses
1: yeah, no, I won't. I okay. won't. All
0: right, <laughs> we got them. <laughs> They're dope, but I think that like we want we want some icons.
1: It'll eye scare contact. him. It'll scare him. Yeah. Now I'm like working on getting him a little. Well, I got him. I actually got him some little Saucony shoes like a while back. But I think I need to get him another uh, little something um, to remember me by. Like maybe like a blanket or something like that.
0: So. Right. Right. Um, so and then DN Anderson, eleven oh six. Says, uh, "Have says, how have you prepared for the Boston's first, first six miles downhill, and is there any strategy different than that, for that?
1: Yeah, um, how I prepared is, well, first of all, I went and ran the Boston Marathon course zero to 22 miles when I, after Falmouth, mm-hmm. and so I, I felt every little hill and felt felt the course out, because I was super fatigued from Falmouth still, so I could really feel what, right. what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, and how I'm preparing back in Boulder is I'm literally just doing long runs like that. I've got one this Friday where um, I, I skyrocket down for the most part, drop some elevation, then I'm going to go flat for a few miles, and then I'm going to finish uphill. So just running running routes that are similar to that is all I'm really doing.
0: That makes um, That makes sense.
1: Yeah, and then I guess strategy-wise, just be mindful that you're going to feel really good and run really fast the first five miles. But that only means so much, you know?
0: Um, and Perp78 perp says, um, what weight do you feel best at racing at? Is, do you think about weight at all?
1: Not too much anymore. Um, I used to, like, take note of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't been on a scale in a long time. Um, if I had to guess, so I'm like five eight, five nine. Mm-hmm. I seem like I race really well at like one thirty five or so. Um, yeah. I guess the cool thing I will say though, I used to weigh like one thirty 130 to one thirty three all the time in college when I was in my early twenties. And now I seem to weigh more like one thirty eight. Yeah. Or like right whatever. And I think um So I weigh about five pounds more than I used to, and I think it's just, like, how dense everything is now, like how dense my legs are, and, like, um, I don't know if it's, like, old man strength or, like, what it is, but (laughs) I definitely feel feel great, like, and I'm doing things I've never been able to do in training, so I'm definitely not carrying, like, an extra five pounds that I don't need, but I think it just points out, like, the scale only tells you so much, because I've noticed, like when I got into my late twenties that I was always carrying about like three, four or five pounds more than I expected. Right, I right. was supposed to, supposed to, um, but the results have been great. So I never worry. I don't worry about it anymore.
0: Well, yeah, that's good. I mean, it seems like you got enough to worry about right now with these miles. Yeah. don't <laughs> need to be worried about weight. wait. Um, and so yeah, exactly. Eddie RGZ says, uh, any go-to workouts to help build speed? I think we all want to hear this
1: yeah this is great this is a great um jathan ritz and i workout it's uh 10 times 200 on 200 off on the track Mm -hmm. so i don't know for me the first time i do it i'll start at like 32 seconds Mm -hmm. for the 200 get down to 30 and then i'll float the 200 offs in like 60 seconds Mm -hmm. so you're still moving pretty decent so like 32 down to 30 and then like 60 seconds or so on the off Mm -hmm. um then you take like five to ten minutes and you put on trainers. So you're in flats and you put on trainers. You jog around for five to ten minutes and then you do ten times – or maybe eight, but eight to ten times 200 hills at a similar effort. And you do that about two or three times at the beginning of a cycle or when you need some more speed, some more power, and it <laughs> makes a huge difference. It's like – it's crazy. Really? Like you'll, you'll do that the first time and you'll, you'll average like 32, 31
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, for the 200s and by the third time you do it. Um, like in the within a month, you'll start running like twenty nines like the whole time. Right. It's it's awesome, dude. It's something it's something to do with the hills though. Yeah. I don't know the science behind it, but you can't just do the two hundred. You gotta do the hills. Okay. As well.
0: It sounds like a it sounds like a tough day. I'll wait till the temperatures drop a little bit before I go ahead and try yeah. that one up.
1: It's not it's not as hard as you think. It's just like it's just a lot different than what we're used to. Yeah. We're used to kind of like the slower like grinding workouts. Yeah, yeah yeah. So to like turn over like that is, but that's the thing; it's uncomfortable, and that's why you need to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the every,
0: the tougher the everything workouts, will follow better.
1: suit after that. Like your tempos will get better. Like all this stuff, it's great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I. It sounds like it's a it's, it's a good workout. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'll i write. I wrote it down. I'll, I'll I'll try it. Not today though. Um.
1: Yeah, and you. The thing, the one that I'll say is you need to do it at least like two times. Okay. You won't see like a ton of in, gains from just one time.
0: In one in one block. Yeah,
1: do it like, uh, do it one, do it like Tuesday and then, um, take a, and then maybe do it like every 10 days. Okay. Do it like Tuesday and then do it again. Do it Tuesday, then work out Friday then another workout Tuesday and then come back next Friday and do it again or something like that.
0: All right. So if, if Aaron, my my training partner is on here, if, if, if if you're still listening, bro, I think we got some, we got some work cut out for us.
1: Yeah, no, you got to do it. It, You'll, dude, you'll like it, honestly.
0: Oh yeah. I love like. I love like the, the torturous workouts, I honestly do. It's yeah. it's strange. I actually question and, what's going on with myself. And
1: whatever, don't do don't do ten don't do twenty two hundreds if you don't. Maybe start maybe start at like um eight on the track.
0: And yeah.
1: like six hills. Just start with that.
0: No, I mean I. Th- I'll go with the I'll go with the craziness. We'll see how it works out. Okay. I'll let you know how it works. Okay, cool. Maybe I'll film it and and I'll try. I'll I'll tag Sweat Elite and see if I, if I yeah. made the cut. Yeah, get mad I, out there. Yeah, I told him if he comes. I mean, nobody really wants to see you guys run fast anyway. Nobody really cares.
1: Yeah, exactly. Nobody they're cares. Over, they're tired.
0: They're tired of it. <laughs> they're tired of you guys for sure. I waited this whole time. I've been patient, bro and so we let's talk about these shoes can we talk about the shoes oh
1: yeah yeah we can talk about them okay we talk about them in uh we talk about them in sweat elite too yeah um no one's watching in the video
0: those. so get it's some just, get just... some more
1: information but yeah dude they're they're amazing um uh it's a it's a version of the endorphin pro
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i I'm trying to think what I can and can't tell you. Um,
0: no, it's only... It's, co- it's just me it, and you. Anyway. It's coming
1: out. It's coming out end of September. Okay. So it'll be here before you know it. It's a version of the Endorphin Pro. Um, and, you know, it's just like sometimes in innovation, there's a big change, and it's amazing, and that's like was well needed. Mm-hmm. And other times, they just make small adjustments, but for whatever reason, it has a big effect. Mm-hmm. And... Basically what they did here was they gave a lot better upper, an amazing upper on the shoe. But Tommy, I don't know. There's something there's something about how it rides now. Mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a bit lighter for sure, but I also think the way it's holding your, your foot in there, it's allowing the, the speed roll technology and the, the carbon plate to be more effective. Mm-hmm. I think you're not I think you're like not moving around as much, so it's like streamlining your propulsion. Because they they gave me this shoe like a few months ago, and I was like, this shoe is incredible. What did you guys do? And I thought they were going to be like, oh, we like put in this new foam. Mm-hmm. We like put in higher stack heights. We gave a new upper, like all these things. And they really – they the the big thing they did was just put this incredible upper on it. Mm-hmm. But it's – I don't know, man. It's 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 great. I, it? I PR'd in the half marathon in it. There's a lot of workouts that I've done that I just looked at. Like I can't. Like I can't go back. Like I've got. Like I am yeah, obsessed with this shoe now.
0: So, so. and you were did you you wore that in Falmouth, right?
1: Yeah, I wore that in Falmouth. I wore that um, when I ran sixty two flat um, in Oregon mm-hmm. for my half marathon. Yeah. Um, I'll be wearing it in Boston. Um,
0: the, yeah, yeah man, I, it's, I, it's been... the real
1: deal. I wish I wish I could be like, oh, they changed all these things and like yeah, this no, is it like makes so sense dope. So. But I'm telling you, like they didn't need they they just they brought the needle to perfection a little bit closer and yeah. it, it just feels so good yeah because everyone and that's the thing everyone loves endorphin pro like what are you gonna what are you gonna change all the stuff on it for mm-hmm. like it's you don't want to do that um so yeah man that's all there is to it uh it's it's gonna be a limited edition shoe um do you do you show out in it september
0: do, do you that? do you show it on the sweat elite episode
1: i do okay. yeah we talk about it we talk about it so hey, yeah. I, i've gone into a little bit more depth um with you but yeah it's up in me, it's up here and you can see it and everything
0: okay so. yeah yeah yeah. so yeah everybody who it watches looks this.
1: tight dude it looks tight it's got that huge um sock-y graphic on it yeah like, graffiti logo it's 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 dope
0: yeah like, they've been teasing it on instagram today like you can see like the front of it a little bit yeah um, yeah so whoever's watching this if you're you know you're into like fast the super shoes you got to check out the episode tomorrow uh, it drops on youtube tomorrow for with sweat elite um so yeah we, I'm, i'll definitely be watching ready to see that thing
1: and there'll be a lot more there's gonna be a lot more content that comes out about this shoe before it drops mm-hmm. so everyone will get a chance to like you know really see if this is something they want and something they're excited about yeah but it is going to be exclusive um and i i i don't want to like speak too much but I, I i don't know if it'll be around forever so i think like if you're interested then you're gonna want to get your hands
0: on i gotta i gotta hurry up and grab a pair of the Socony the 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 pros i haven't even i i, I haven't had the pros oh yet. man yeah you to gotta speak. try them
1: they're great well dude speak. i would tell you what i would tell you is don't i would tell you wait till september and get these i really mm. would i think this is i mean the the, the norfin pros have a great shoe yeah but uh this is just getting a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. little bit closer. So I would just I would spend your money on on this this new super shoe coming out.
0: All right. All right. Well, Cuz yeah, I mean as you know I like shoes, so I would I would I'd happily have two. You
1: know? I know you like the All Whites though. Yeah, Come yeah. on. I know Man, you like
0: them. I was all-whites. like I was like Parker, if you, if you have an extra pair, just send them over. Who cares? Nobody, send them nobody over. Nobody, cares? No one will know. Um yeah. but yeah, so like I I just I appreciate you being on the show and thanks for your time. Thanks for shouting me out cuz like I said you made me look cool the other day. That was <laughs> awesome. I'm like we're just we're just jogging around and then a professional says, yo, well you got, you got your camera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I
1: was like, I, I'm here. I want this photo with yeah, you. Look so. at this
0: photo. Um, but yeah, so I, I, appreciate you being on the show. Keep grinding. You got, you know, what four, four weeks of some heavy lifting for Boston. We will yeah. all be, we'll all be watching and rooting for you. Of course. Um, so if there's anything, I'd love for you to like to leave us with something. Cause I, I do look up to you for like the, the grind aspect out in these races um, if you could leave us with anything to help people get through this next you know marathon season um, let us have it.
1: Yeah I'm trying to think like what I'm thinking about um, that's helping me get through Boston but I guess just like I guess what I would say is come up with a why you mm-hmm. know we talked about some mantras we co- we talked about some some power words that help you and I think I think everyone needs a why. You know, maybe you don't need a why to run a half marathon, or you don't need a why to like run run well at a ten k. But I think the marathon, not only the training, if you're doing it right, but the race itself tests you so much mm-hmm. that if you're just out there to run just to get a PB or maybe, and I'm not well, I'm not gonna like say that's not enough. But if you're just out there for the experience or this or that, I you know, man, I. I just don't think that's enough for the marathon, like to get through the training or the yeah, yeah.
0: race. I, I think
1: that. you need a why, something bigger. So maybe that's, maybe that's to complete your first marathon ever, um, and that's what's super motivating for you. Maybe it's to get your BQ qualifier. Um, maybe it's for a family member. Maybe it's for a friend. Maybe it's for your community. Whatever it is, I think you need something bigger. And for me right now, I, it, which is weird, I guess. It sounds like selfish, but it's, it's a little more complicated than that, but I'm doing Boston for me. I'm not doing it for anybody else. Um, I'm not doing it, you know, yeah, I'm just doing it for me. And that's what gets me out the door every day. And it it motivates me. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you can't, sometimes you can't tell what's going to motivate you or not, but the, for me, thing stuck. And that's been my why. And like, I just really want to be back. I want to be successful. I want to overcome this knee surgery. And that's kind of where this for me is coming from. Mm -hmm. Um, and there is no way that I could be getting through my training without having a big why.
0: Yeah, no, that that's absolutely perfect. Um, I, I won't even say anything because I want to mess that up. That was perfect, bro. Uh, so, Thank I, you. like I said, thanks for being on the show, guys. Make sure you follow Parker if you don't. Um, we'll be following you on TV later, in, a, in what six weeks or so. So yes, sir. We, we look forward to seeing what you what you do out there. And everybody that's that's watching this, please make sure that you run, eat, sleep, and repeat. Thanks, guys.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: I have a good one. You too. Just a dope dude. Uh, really appreciate him spending some time with us on the show. Again, um, check him out. Follow him on Instagram. He's always putting up dope content. Check out his videos on, on Instagram. I mean, on, on YouTube, uh, Sweat Elite. See him grind. See him work hard. I mean, that's just what he does. I mean, uh, the one I first got hip to Parker was some years back or a couple years back now. Um, where he would always have like a Drake song playing on on a long run or or a tempo run or something like that. And some of the songs he picked were just so perfect for the moments because, you know, out there, you feel a lot of Drake emotions. you up, down, left, right, you know, happy, sad. um, And sometimes you're just feeling yourself too. So check out Parker, follow him. Um, Love you guys. Run, eat, sleep, and repeat.